Welcome to the Battle Buddies, the show that you are currently and hopefully intentionally listening to. I'm your Dungeon Master Cody, and with me are the fellow buddies, my fellow buddies. Hi, I'm Jet. I play Crag. Steven, I'm not okay, going Okay, it's me. Richard, <laughs> Richard doesn't want to go next. I'm Steven, and I play Bogal, and that's, that's how it works. I'm Richard, and I play Don Rivers. <laughs> we did we it. We did it. We did it. We got all the way through an in- intro. Another another successful introduction, gang. You really knocked it out of the park this time. Okay, so do you do you boys, do you buddies remember where we left off last time? We were fighting chaos itself. We were also fighting a mech of the Fight Force Striders. Yes, that did happen. So appearing out of the ether as if from nowhere with a bang is the Fight Force Strider mech helmed by slip helmed by chaos bogal you've been inside that mech before that's true well then you know what to do i recognize that mech's butt what do our artifacts do out of curiosity um everything that you can do has been amplified i mean you can choose if you want to like on your turn use a free action to like investigate yourself So you can take some time to really reach deep inside of yourself and find out just how powerful you are, or what those powers mean exactly. Alright. Whose turn is it? So let's just say that Chaos used its turn by summoning the Fight for Striders into this battle. So that would make it Zazzle's turn, who you guys control collectively. So Bogal's already of size with this mech. Bogal is almost, he's about exactly the same size as this mech. Okay, so he wouldn't necessarily do more enlarging or reducing. Uh, not of Bogal, <laughs> but knowing Zazzle, <laughs> he very well might just do more enlarging and reducing. <laughs> there's, a, there's always a possibility. What else does Zazzle do? You always have the option of using this turn to mock Crag as well, if you can't think of anything better. Which he's got some, he's got some stingers he's been saving up for this very moment. Uh, he mocks Crag. Hey, Crag! Yeah? <laughs> hey, Crag, you're dumb! Rude. <laughs> gotcha. <laughs> well, you could also always use Zazzle to try to get more allies on the field, too. That's it, yeah. And then and then make him big. Zazzle investigates himself. Okay, Zazzle, after years of hiding away from himself, he decides to use this time to reach deep inside and see what's there and he goes he goes silent for a while he seems very sad um he kind of just slumps down starts looking at his wings he's like what am i even doing with myself man (laughs) the acid has kicked in he's gonna he's gonna need he's gonna need some time for introspection so he must have rolled a one Okay, uh, Bogal charges towards the Fight Force Strider mech, and he's going to, like, jump on top of it and try to pin it down. Awesome. So this the Fight Force Strider mech currently has its twin, like, laser blades out in front of itself in a oh. cross guard. <laughs> um, probably a bad idea to just jump into that. <laughs> yeah. <huh>? You got <laughs> it. <laughs> so you're just going to try to, like, tackle and pin it down? That Yeah, you know, I'm going to stick with that. Yeah, roll an attack roll. You might be able to, like, worm your way past its ignited laser swords and... Mm-hmm. get to it that's a nat 20 oh shit okay cool so you you <laughs> t- t- tell me what happens describe it as you charge slip is like come on let's bring it on big guy yeah i think i think bogal uses like uses his sword to kind of parry at least one of the two blades and then just like ducks down and and checks the big mech to the ground cool just like uses his shoulder and awesome fucking knocks that guy over like a big football player all right so the the big mech swipes at you and you parry the first blade and the second one you dodge under and then you're able to pounce like a puma 
right into its torso and you body check it to the ground, completely crushing Grenda in the process. <laughs> Grenda was there, no. <laughs> it was just finally pulled out of the, the field oh. of battle. She thought she was safe. She wasn't expecting any 30-foot-tall person to land on top oh, of her. Oh, Bogal. What have you done? <laughs> Don't worry, Grenda. You'll be safe over here. <laughs> yeah, she's all. She was. She broke her shoulder anyway. Yeah, well, she broke a lot more than her shoulder now. Anyway, the the important thing is that you tackle the five first strider mech to the ground. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I got him pinned down. Okay, cool. Um, and roll for damage. Um, what's the damage on a tackle? Well, I don't know, Jet. What what would damage be on a tackle? It depends. I'm a big, like, strong man, and I'm raging. He's a big, strong, raging man. What did What did they hit? The ground. All right. <laughs> Do, like, 3d10 is what I'd say for falling damage. Oh, okay, cool. 3d10. 19 points of hit. Cool. That's a pretty significant amount of damage. Uh, Yeah, Slip hollers out. That's not fair. I thought we were going to have a sword fight on our hands. And, uh, cool. So you're, you're currently pinning him down? Yeah. Give him a big ol' hug. Awesome. Uh, so that makes it Don's turn. All right. Keep him keep him held down, Bogal. Get inside the butt, Don. Uh, <laughs> yeah, now that he's down, he's just, his butt is fully accessible. I thought that was uh, kind of more your job, Bogal. But... <laughs> From your perspective, Don, you can see the, the downed, the supine fight for a strider mech. Uh, its legs are spread, and you can keep, see kind of a hatch uh, <laughs> near where the the tape would be <laughs> oh man i looked the other way uh <laughs> it's it's a very realistic rendering of what it would really look like down there too oh man gross i gotta look up one thing real quick <laughs> what is a taint <laughs> google robot taint where, where is the taint <laughs> all right i'm gonna grab one of these uh, lifelines, ley lines. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm going to use a lifeline. Use a, a lifeline to call in the fight for Strider's arch enemy, Bronzedar. Use Bronzedar. <laughs> <laughs> no, not the fight for Strider's main nemesis, Bronzedar. <laughs> bronze. The giant winged bronze lion creature that who is always attacking their city <laughs> we'll make a powerful outlet. okay cool so you stick out the right ley line on the ground and you you leap to grab it and you put the artifact energy that's pulsing through you into it and this ley line is thick you can you can feel the power <laughs> emanating from it. this thick pulsing ley line that you grip that you grip with both hands it's how i knew which one to choose from a, an, a, an, a, a dark miasma blooms <laughs> Um, in front of you and out steps Bronzedar and <laughs> take this slip so Bronzedar is standing there menacingly the main villain of the fight for striders and he sees his nemesis pinned down and he's like no one kills the striders but me no and how is it that, this, that these fucking guys get big usually yeah, there's like a, a big beam that comes down from space or something but we'll settle for We'll settle for Zazzle doing it. <laughs> we'll settle yeah, for Zazzle doing true. it. That's true. Um, but uh, yeah, so Bronze Star is like, but I can't, I can't take them on as is. I'm not big enough. I need to have my my strength, my power. And Zazzle's like, oh, don't worry about that, buddy. Just wait till my turn. I'll give you a hand with that. <laughs> Just wait about six <laughs> seconds. <laughs> and so yeah, he he lounges around waiting. As does Dawn. As does Don. So yeah, you guys can kind of take this time to catch up a bit, talk about things. Um, you, you realize maybe Bronze Star is not that bad. At Bronze Star. Bronze Star. Star. <laughs> 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 uh, He's not that bad of a guy. He just has a bad name. Uh, you know, he just he just wants to be friends. He just kind of just he kind of just wants to be feel like he's a part of something. He's always just been jealous of the fight for Striders for that. So Don summoned Bronze Star. That's his turn. Uh, it's Crag. It's your turn. I'm going to take some introspection time, figure out what's mystical about me. Uh, Roland, I don't even know, like an Arcana check, I guess? 
because you're trying to you're trying to figure out sort of the nature of your artifact powers now, right? Yes. Let's see. What's my plus to that? Not on nothing. Yeah. So yeah, roll roll an arcana check. If you roll high enough, I'll make up something good. I got a seventeen. Okay. Uh, you're strong. All right. Uh, you can <laughs> you can surmise that much about yourself. You're much. You're you can tell that you're approximately ten times stronger than you were before. If hypothetically you were to dig your shovel into the ground and flip dirt at someone, it would cause like a mudslide avalanche type thing <laughs> with your power. Um, you can also tell that as you have been fighting, you've sort of been gr- gaining strength, and you feel like, for lack of a better term, you have a power gauge that is slowly filling, <laughs> and. If you if you manage to fill it all the way up, then you'll release the true potential of your um, artifact abilities, your druid powers. So it just just by fighting, you are slowly filling this gauge. All right, I'm gonna just bury the five four shriders with my shovel. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I think that's what is that uh, roll? <laughs> uh, do a strength check. Okay, so you're trying to just launch like a big wave of dirt at the fight for striders basically and bogal who's on top of them yeah bogal <laughs> is on top of them uh natural one critical fail all right so you're kind of flexing the you're, you're not god i keep i always use this excuse that you're not accustomed to it you just fuck yeah. up all right you just don't do a very good job you try and it's not good and you launch the dirt but it, it you're too strong it goes over bogal and the fight for striders and lands directly on Grenda, who is crawling out. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't know. What, would, what what do you think would be a good way to fail doing this? Craig digs his own uh, grave. <laughs> <laughs> it's specifically shaped like you. This is your second natural one in battle, Craig. I mean, this is not going great. <laughs> I don't even know how to express your failure here. It's... Um, I, Let's see. Maybe I just, yeah. I I feel like I just dig a big hole. Like it just you just dig a. It's just a big hole. You dig a big dumb hole big that dumb serves hole. no purpose. It's like in my way. Yeah, you just get stuck in this big dumb hole. You've dug yourself too deep. You got to climb out of this big <laughs> dumb hole now. <laughs> All right, cracks in a hole. That makes it the fight for Strider's turn. Mm-hmm. And uh. The the past six seconds, as everyone's been taking their turns, the fight for Strider has been struggling with you, Bogal, to try to stand up again. Damn straight. And it's just been like a, a constant contest of strength. But mm-hmm. you feel at the very end that the fight for Strider just lets you pin it down. Like all the strength has gone out wow. of it, and, and its arms kind of slam outward to, the, to its sides. And for a moment, you might interpret this as you kind of get into the better of the, the Strider. Maybe it's given up, or maybe Chaos is leaving this vessel. But then you see a great pulse of energy go outwards from the Strider into, like, all the ley lines underneath of it. Oh, well, well, shit. And with more thunderous crashes around you, you start to see people appearing just out of the ether. Like, hundreds of randos <laughs> <laughs> run of people you can kill chaos isn't be- being very particular with who he's summoning summoning into battle he's just like summoning and corrupting people so just a bunch of um you've got you've got warriors you've got wizards you've got sorcerers you've got warlocks and necromancers you have a, a dentists. whole variety of warriors who are showing up you've got <laughs> dentists you've got <laughs> you've got clothiers <laughs> you've got tailors you've got haberdashers you've got a whole variety homeless people as well you've got just a bunch of people children all showing up <laughs> to participate in this fight we have to summon more children Ooh. than they do <laughs> <laughs> You can tell you can tell this is taking kind of a heavy toll on chaos and doing this. This requires like a huge chunk of its power to summon like just the hundreds of people into battle. But especially Don and Crag, you guys and Zaz will find themselves surrounded just by I'm tons in a hole. of zombified chaotic people. People, hey, there's so many freaking people. They're in the hole too, man. They're all over the damn place. They're <laughs> stuck in the trees, like. It wasn't the, the chaos wasn't being too particular about where they placed these people when they summoned them in. They're all over. The, some of them were summoned too high, so they fell a bit. Some of them are stuck halfway on the ground <laughs> and stuff. 
It's not ideal, but they're digging themselves out, and they're kind of lifeless, zombified husks. Some of them are upside down with their feet out of the ground. Yeah, exactly. Some of them are like didn't survive the process. Well, that's fortunate. Especially the, especially the newborn babies. Oh, that's not fortunate. Oh. And and Slip says, "I'm going to defeat you with the power of friendship." Friends attack. Freaking Slip. All right. Are they attacking us? Uh, that was that was Chaos's turn, bringing all these people here. So. Now it's Zazzle's turn. What should Zazzle do? Bear in mind, Zazzle is depressed right now. A large reduced gold dough. <laughs> or bronze dough. Bronze, bronze dough. If there, is, if there is one thing that could like break Zazzle out of a depressed, introspective state, it's probably getting to make another big, big boy. You can do it, Zazzle. Man, I just don't know. I just All I've ever done is enlarge reduce people. I'm not sure if... Like, is this... Am I really using my full potential here? Try you know? to make him bigger than Bogol. Even even bigger? Yeah, did, did you not think of that? Use an even bigger spell slot. I guess I always just thought there was a limit. Nah. <laughs> so I guess Zazzle's going to use a level 4 spell slot to make Bronze Dar, Bronze Doe, the biggest boy on the battlefield. Yeah. And he does, and now Bronze Dar is really Go big. Bronze Dar. We got a big Bronze Dar. You got a big old bronze star. It's Bogol's turn. So can I find, I guess, can I find the ley line that's on these, this robot thing? Or is it just like deep inside that butt? <laughs> uh, he's currently in slip. So you'd have to like, you'd have to like bust into this, his butt, I guess. Gotta get up in there. You have to get like way up in this thing's butt to get to slip and rip chaos out of there, man. Um... Which I'm more than willing to let you do if you roll high. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think it. I think at this point, yeah, Bogal's gonna, Bogal's gonna try and position himself and get his arm up that butt. Okay. And try to grab a slip. No, I like this. This is this is good storytelling right here. Let's do it. <laughs> this is what I we've been building to with this story. It is foreshadowed in the yeah, first story. two years. <laughs> Let's just do it. Just roll. All your years of butt gold and <laughs> knowing the ends of the map. My butt gold. Um, oh, yeah. I've been preparing for this moment my whole life. Can I cast uh, inspiration or something? <laughs> uh, you're so powerful that I allow you to cast out of turn an inspiration on him. All right. You get a bonus 1d6 on your butt check. All right. But only the butt check, Bogal. Yeah, so what what is this is this <laughs> well it depends on what how you're approaching this are you using strength are you trying to muscle your way up there or are you using finesse are you trying to navigate all the passageways uh, yeah that's i don't want to damage the inside of this mag i want to grab the wrong ranger either mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> i mean straight so, up. all right yeah I'll... <laughs> and slips like no what do you what what, what are you doing down yeah. there <laughs> Get your hands in the... Hands aren't meant to go in there, man. I'll roll a dexterity check. Uh, for for hand up butt maneuver. That's an 18 plus 2, 20. Holy fuck. Okay. <laughs> so in the process of maneuvering your arm up this giant mech's butt, you start to see the edges of the mech buckle. Oh, no. Yeah, as, as much finesse as you are putting into trying to reach up there, you, you are sort of forcing the mech open from the sides a bit. Oh, shit. And you see as you move your arm further and further that it kind of snaps open on the side. And the interior of the mech is like fully exposed and you see, I don't know, six or seven, I don't remember how many teenagers. (laughs) (laughs) Just a whole mess of teenagers in there. Do they look scared? Only Slip looks scared because the rest are kind of like zombified they're not really all there like slip is the only one who's actually actually actively uh has chaos inside of him well finish the job bogo all right i'm gonna grab slip and squeeze him trying try, well i'm, I'm gonna pull him <laughs> out of there hey man you wouldn't you wouldn't hurt a little boy would you he's got a point bogo not maybe <laughs> Slip is panicking and aggressively trying to pull off his seatbelt. 
and he's like really rapidly trying to get himself out of there so he could escape but you 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 reach up and you grab him this is a very king kong kidnaps a woman <laughs> moment <dude. laughs> no what are you what are you gonna do to me Bogal? tell me you have a pun about seatbelts <laughs> i wish that's pretty good the first three letters in seatbelt is c <laughs> that's pretty good get it <laughs> there's, there's no need for seatbelts in the sea <laughs> Bogal, Bogal plucks him from his seat and, and drags him out of the, the mech. And at this point, Slip goes limp as Chaos is ejected from the little boy. <laughs> you saved him, Bogal, I think. And it also occurs to you looking down on the Fight for Strider mech uh, that if, if you stomp down maybe the cafeteria and the dance hall in there and stuff and push <laughs> remove some of the innards of the mech, you might be able to fit this suit of armor around yourself you get rid of you get rid of all the arcade <laughs> machines and the f- fucking the teens pogo pit pogs and, and whatnot you know you, you might want to keep yeah. the the cotton candy machine though yeah bogal loves cotton candy but yeah as you are like of a size with this thing you could you could wear this as armor all right all right you just have to like shake a few teens out of there first bogal's no stranger to shaking teens uh. <laughs> <laughs> and now it's dawn's turn do i see that giant hole Yes, the giant hole. It's like right next to you. Uh, sorry, not Craig's giant hole. The... <laughs> <laughs> no, no. Let's let's not talk about Craig's giant hole. Why not? <laughs> I mean, where the the great tree was. Oh yes, uh, it is adjacent to Craig's giant <laughs> I hole. I can't tell which one's which. <laughs> Oh, no. Uh, so the hole with the great tree, you can see the giant fractured and broken ley lines heading towards it. So it's pretty easy to spot. Hmm. I'm just going to try it. Uh, Goldar, let's go towards uh, that area. The mech's defeated, so I don't know why I summoned you, but <laughs> <laughs> let's go this way. Goldar uh, cuts me down. Goldar doesn't, <laughs> he doesn't seem particularly interested in following your orders. He's like... Uh, I told you I would be the one to defeat the Striders. I won't be satisfied until that mech is in broke is in a it's broken already. Busted into a million pieces. <laughs> Two pieces down. It, I won't be satisfied until it's my arm that's clean up inside that mech's ass. <laughs> well, you do what you gotta do. I'm gonna. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm just gonna go try and jump in the other hole and as you're running past crack's hole into the other hole you kind of catch a conversation behind you like one of the randos on the battlefield it looks like a it's a kobold some random kobold is uh bronze star is kind of leaning down like tilting his ear towards this guy who's kind of they're kind of having a whispered conversation but you catch bits glimpses of it and it sounds like they're talking about like giving bronze star everything he ever desired that guy deserves it (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the shit the shit he's, he's been through he could finally be a gold star don's developed a fondness for bronze star in the few moments they had talking uh, he's a good guy uh, <laughs> <laughs> he loves killing teens i don't know he loves killing a good old teen a good old teen murder and so don you're heading towards that tree but this the battlefield is like littered with all sorts of random people who are also trying to fight you right now. That is true. Without bronze dar, I'm pretty weak. You're actually still pretty fucking strong. <laughs> yeah. I cast hypnotic pattern towards them. Oh my god. A twisting pattern of colors that weaves through the air inside a thirty foot cube within range. So that's a three hundred foot cube. Uh <laughs> Whoa. The pattern appears for a moment advantages. Each creature in the area who sees that pattern must make a wisdom saving throw. On a failed uh, save, the creature becomes charmed for the duration. Holy fuck. Alright, while charmed by the spell, the creature is incapacitated and has a speed of zero. Oh, I see. And how long does that last? One minute. Okay, cool. So, you're getting closer to the tree. You weren't that far away from it, and you cast this spell. And this is a spell you've never cast before, right? Yeah. So you expect it to behave in a certain way where it starts to appear and disappear, uh, hypnotizing or casting this hypnotic beam on all all the people around you. 
and but it's it's weird when you cast it you see that sometimes like it it seems to appear somewhere and then like spark out of existence and then like appear way bigger like off in the distance and then like disappear again like it seems to be like chaotically appearing and disappearing at different sizes all around you which doesn't seem to be how this spell should be behaving is that better or um well it, <laughs> as you look around, as you look around on the battlefield you see like a lot of the people they're the random combatants that chaos summoned mm-hmm. are kind of taking this in as well and I'm going to more roll just a percent die to see how many people fall for it. I think that works for this, because there are so many people. Holy shit, I just rolled a 100%. <laughs> so 100% what of the people. Fuck? Damn. Uh, yeah, so 100% of people within that 300 square cube are hypnotized for a minute. Craig, you really got to start pulling your weight <laughs> in this fight, dog. All right, but you I, again. I would like to stress the point that you do find it unusual how the spell behaved, Craig. So the spell like went in a lot of different areas, vanished, appeared, vanished, appeared, vanished, appeared. Mm-hmm. It's up to you to solve it, Craig. Oh uh, no, that's not what I'm doing at all. Um, I'm I'm actively trying to get myself out of this hole. <laughs> Actually, I'm I'm actively trying to dig my way towards the other hole, and I start digging my way towards the other hole. Oh, okay. Using the big magical shovel um, and tossing the dirt on anybody who's near me as I go forward. And yeah, it's like huge, massive mounds of dirt that can just completely crush people into them. And so you're digging your way through. But as you get closer, you find that your path is blocked more and more by thick interweaving roots. Hmm. Well, I mean, it reminds you of it reminds you of what you saw in your dream when you originally got the seed. Like there was like a, a, a like a cage of roots around the bottom of the tree, and you've just sort of encountered that. I pull out the seed and kind of like wave it around near the roots. <laughs> <laughs> Magic. <laughs> okay. Warlocks. Uh, yeah, nothing happened. <laughs> All right. Uh, I guess I'll do what I do best and summon a demon. Um, there we go. Uh, Greg Faust, he's back. Oh, God. <laughs> Under my control. And ten times scarier. I'm going to curse him as my bonus action so he doesn't, like, flip out on me. Uh, cool. Yeah. Our favorite Greg. Greg Faust is back. So does that end your turn after you summon him? Yeah, that'll end my turn. Craig. Hey, Greg. How you doing? I never expected you to give me another chance to kill you. I mean, you could kill me later. After we kill the the guy. Plus, you're under my control still. There's always another guy. You gotta do it now, Greg. He's <laughs> <laughs> got a point. What's in it for me? I mean, I send you back to the demon realm. You can be happy there, I guess. I don't know. I don't know your shit. <laughs> I hate that fucking place. I was in paradise. <laughs> How about I free you then? <laughs> oh, God. Or if you, you know, run around the normal world for a bit. I could focus on my book. I mean, that sounds great. You can't, I can't get any work done in the demon world. <laughs> yeah, I I know what you're saying. Plus, I have... <laughs> I hear you, dog. I hear you, dog. <laughs> Plus, I have some questions about some other demons. It'll be great. We'll be friends. Now, what's in this apocalypse and we'll hash out the details. Okay. Thanks. Thanks, Greg. You're the best. Cool, so now it's Chaos's turn. Made a deal with the devil. <laughs> I'm glad Greg's back. Even though he's yeah. the whole reason we're here. Yeah, so maybe he can clean up his own fucking mess. Yeah, Greg. Greg. Now, this is your responsibility, Greg. Yeah, no deal about you leaving the demon world. You clean up this mess. You really fucked up the world, Greg. <laughs> uh, so now <laughs> all of the minions of Chaos are like doing their attacks and stuff i thought they were incapacitated those in within the like the 300 foot square uh-huh. all 100 percent of them which is pretty impressive and that doesn't affect friends does it no does it say each creature <laughs> i'm pretty <laughs> sure it creature. does each creature are you a creature crag well just make a wisdom saving throws well since crag was currently in a hole yeah. buried in the ground he didn't see it uh bogal his head's up a robot's butt. 
Uh, yeah, I'm I'm dealing with robot bot stuff. <laughs> I'll have I'll have Bogal roll a wisdom save to see if you roll if you roll like super low, you're gonna get affected by it. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> I got a three. Oh god. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what was Bogal doing at the time when he saw these weird sparkly lights in the sky? Y- yeah. Well, he had he had just pulled Slip from the mech. Mm-hmm. So I imagine. I mean, Slip went limp. So I think he probably like placed slip down and was like starting to dig around in the mech some more, trying to clear out <laughs> space. Okay, cool. So let's say Bogal is halfway into the mech suit. Yeah, and and then he sees this thing and just like falls backwards into it. And now, so you're just sort of lying on the ground uh, for the next minute. <laughs> next ten turns. If you get damaged or someone shakes you. It- Ends it. I'm gonna go. Yeah, I was about to say. I'm gonna go ahead and say that someone's gonna try to wake you out of that eventually. <laughs> Just a very big man <laughs> unconscious on the ground. Yeah. <laughs> I defeated Bogal. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Honestly, that would probably be a pretty like. I'm sure Don yeah. would feel pretty good about that. Like, hey, yeah. did I just take out fucking Bogal? <laughs> fucking impressive. Guys, I'm the most powerful buddy now. <laughs> Turns out the DMs just had to use magic on him the whole time. Zaz was like, Zaz was like, hey, just try to stay positive, Don, but good job. I don't even think I can beat Bogal. Sure you can. Give it a try now. <laughs> yeah. That, that would be my chance. Cool. So all the, all the minions of chaos are, like, rushing at you guys to attack. All the ones who are in that hole with you, Jet, are coming to attack you. And... Don, there's you're... a demon b- b- between me and them. Uh, that's true. I mean, yeah, they're gonna have to roll pretty freaking high to get to you at all. But Don, you're you're pretty safe for now because everyone around you is unconscious. Um, okay, I'm gonna roll to see if any of the the guys around you are gonna be able to attack you, Jed. All right. So no, <laughs> no, 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 they're not. All right. Let's just say that you and Greg are so freaking strong that you're able to like hold them off pretty easily. Because these are just mostly regular dudes and stuff. They're kind of just fodder. Like, and you guys are gods. So This is a ten times more powerful Greg, too. Yeah. Well. He's probably just normal Greg. He's, yeah, he's just normal. Oh. <laughs> normal Greg. Just an average Greg. Uh, so that makes it Zazzle's turn. Who was, well, do you think he'd be unconscious right now? Was he in th- within 300? Probably. Probably. Okay, let's roll the wisdom. But we know that he has high wisdom. Yeah, but that only counts so much when you roll a two. <laughs> so yeah, Zazzle went unconscious as well. <laughs> so now it's it would be Bogal's turn but he's unconscious um, mm-hmm. so Don back to you uh, I yell out Bronzedar have you taken your turn yet <laughs> <laughs> good point uh, <laughs> <laughs> wait was Bronz- Bronzedar supposed to go after you, after you Don uh, yeah he'll go after me yeah Bronzedar is going to go after you uh, I continue to run towards that hole yeah you cover the distance Easily, since everyone else is unconscious. And so I'm at the hole? Yeah. All right. So you're standing at the like the, the precipice around this hole, and it's all shattered earth, like just coming up in huge chunks. The, like the ground around there has been torn asunder, and the earth around the circumference of this hole has been just completely torn apart. And there are roots sticking up. And the ley lines, as you can see, are like you're kind of within it, but they're they're ethereal, so they're not, they're not really affecting you at all. And you see where they would all sort of connect into one giant ley line down as you go deeper into this hole. And you get like a foreboding dark sensation as you get closer. Yeah, you kind of only see darkness down there right now. That's scary stuff. I need strong team members, not unconscious ones <laughs> well, since yeah, I mean, you are at the apex of everything so it is pretty easy to grab onto a ley line if you need to summon anyone to you I summon some powerful knights from that classic old tale <laughs> the powerful knights <laughs> Sir Don and the powerful knights <laughs> just like random stock standard knights yeah I'll just do a grab bag of knights <laughs> just <laughs> You look around. You look around for the 
the closest nearby knight's uh, <laughs> ley line. And since this is just a grab bag, I'm going to have you roll, and I want you to give me what number you roll, and we'll see how right. great these knights are. Do you want them to roll a d20 or like a d100? Roll a d20. I'll give you three three rolls right. that you can Nine, do. Nine. One for each knight. Fifteen. And six. All right, cool. So you summon three knights. So you've summoned Sir Bimsley, the rotund, Harlan, the recently knighted, and Lorelei, the somewhat powerful. And they are respectively reflect the numbers that you rolled. So Lorelei is the 15. She's somewhat powerful. Bimsley's the 9. He's okay. He can, he can, he can sink a lot of damage into that guy. And Harlan's a squire who was recently knighted. Ooh. And they all show up recently pulled out of their fresh illusions where they were living their perfect lives and uh not too happy about that they're, they're, yeah they're they're, <laughs> they're not the happiest about it um now you listen knights i don't want to hear a word from any of you <laughs> perfect we mute. don't want to we don't want to say anything we just want to fight and help you out oh sure. you want to help me we don't want to think about our voices we don't want to think about our backstories or motivations we just <laughs> want to do our nightly duty as good knights should. That's why I grab knights. And Harlan's like, you know, I'm pretty new to all this, so I'm just going to do whatever they say. Harlan, you'll do well here. You'll rise to the ranks of knights. And Lorelai's like, I've got a lot to prove. I'm trying to move up from somewhat powerful to pretty dang powerful. So point me in a direction and I'll fight. Down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um... Oh, you're gonna you can summon these three right now, but you can't go down this hole right. quite yet. <laughs> that's a lot to do. In, that's a lot to do in one turn. But you've summoned your own small group of knights who will follow <laughs> you for no apparent reason in the battle. Yeah. All right, Harlan, the easily motivated. <laughs> <laughs> Sir Bensley, the hungry. <laughs> Take it away. Okay. Bronze Star. So that makes it Bronze Star's turn. <laughs> Bronze Star's turn now. So Bronze Star's been talking to Chaos. What? Basically. Oh, shit. And yeah, that was what you were overhearing. You were overhearing Chaos and Bronze Star kind of striking a deal. You summoned a villain. Lo and behold, the villain you summoned is going to do villainous things and join with the villain. Harlan, you better not screw me over, too. <laughs> <laughs> you summoned three villainous knights as well. Uh, so Bronze Star leaps out at this the slumbering Bogal, and he says, "Take take this, Striders! It's Bronze Star's turn to have his day in the sun. Bronze Star's gonna get an action figure. <laughs> Kids are gonna want to be Bronze Star for Halloween. She's <laughs> an intricate intricate costume. That's an intricate battle cry." <laughs> <laughs> and so he strikes down at Bogal, uh, dealing a devastating blow to the Bogal, and unfortunately it wakes, Bogal. <laughs> it wakes Bogal up. Um, but he's going to have advantage to hit as you are currently unconscious. I am, yes, down with my arm up a robot butt. Which he desperately needed because he missed on both, actually, somehow. <laughs> Bronze Star. <laughs> Um, so we're going to see that Bronze Star <laughs> swings his bronze blade down at you. Bogal like rolls at the last second sleepily. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I think it's just like he, he he gets a bit too excited. He's never really had the fight for Striders in this kind of bind before. So he strikes kind of lazily and hits you in the in the one part of like your legs are still actually in the armor so that you're they're pretty well protected. <laughs> So he, he he dings up his bronze sword pretty hard because that's not the best kind of sword you want to go into battle with, honestly. It's not practical. Yeah. It's not very practical. And so that's Bronze Dar's turn, so now it's Crag again. <laughs> Why do you summon another villain? <laughs> so how does how does digging up work? <laughs> You're trying to get out of this hole? That I dug deeper into. So let's say there's like an L shape going on right now. Yes. I dug down. I dug towards the tree, mm -hmm. and now I want to turn that into, like, a square thing by digging straight up. I mean, I guess you could make, like, an attack roll at the dirt above you, and you deal pretty brutal damage to it, the dirt. All right. Okay, Greg, Here, here's my favor I'd like to ask you. Shoot. Kill all those guys uh, in front of us, behind us. Those people coming at us, kill them. 
And Greg's like, Greg's like, hey, Craig, are you sure you want me to kill these seemingly innocent civilians? <laughs> I mean, potato, potato, they're trying to kill me, so... I mean, they, I mean, just like, ethically speaking, they just seem like they're being controlled by something evil, I'm not sure. <laughs> they really deserve to die. I mean, I don't need ethical advice from a demon right now. I mean, Craig, it kind of sounds like you do. It sounds like you've got some issues to find out. <laughs> Alright, I attack the dirt above me. <laughs> and that's a natural 20. I'll, I'll do it, but I'll, I'll definitely, I'm definitely going to get you for this one, Craig. <laughs> you give demons a bad name. Natural 20 against the dirt, right on. Okay, uh, so yeah, you blast your way up through that dirt, man. You blasted super hard. That dirt didn't even stand a chance. Never never even knew never even knew what to hit it. It was a shovel. <laughs> 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 and yeah, the dirt just explodes upwards, and it's uh, you probably kill a lot more than just the people you had Greg kill because there's a lot of hypnotized unconscious people standing on the dirt above you, and that that also will probably wake a good portion of them up from the the hypnotized slumber. But you have exhumed yourself from the earth. I imagine I do like a, a drill maneuver and spin my way up. Yeah, dude, with a nat 20, you can do whatever you want to a, to a point. <laughs> All right, I defeat the boss. <laughs> I defeat the boss. <laughs> That's the point. <laughs> yep, okay. And I'm going to roll a percent die to see how many people you wake up. But I'm not going to let it exceed 50%. You wake up 38% of the people above you. Well, that's unfortunate. Is there anything else you want to do with this turn? Uh, I think... It seems like a lot. Seems like it did a few things. You can you can pretty much summon people with like an action too if you want. I don't know who to summon is the thing, so I think I'm gonna not. You could do it. You could do it. Uh, Richard's doing and just make up even more characters. That's true. Yeah. I summon Dimbo the Weird. <laughs> <laughs> Dimbo the Weird is every bit as weird as you expected when he shows up. <laughs> <laughs> Dimbo the Weird appears and he is he is uh, wearing a dark hood and he says Craig I was waiting for you to summon me oh. this is Craig's old friend yep. Dimbo no Craig we've never met before are you prophetic I knew this was inevitable Craig I, I have been following yes. your deeds very closely Craig Alright. That's, That's creepy. a creepy thing to do, honestly. <laughs> it's a little weird. Some would call it weird, Craig. <laughs> do we have to keep them for the weird? Of course we have to keep him. <laughs> Craig, did you need some me to do something for you, Craig? Perhaps something weird. You shouldn't have given him such a good voice if you didn't want to keep him. <laughs> and really he's the most normal one here right now. <laughs> Is there a weird service I could provide for you, Craig? Uh, <laughs> Alright, Dimbo. <laughs> uh, yep, I like Dimbo the weird. <laughs> He's a good guy. Man. Perhaps you would like for me to help you with this battlefield, Craig, but it will come at a cost. <laughs> uh, what? What's the cost? <laughs> Oh, you'll know the cost when it comes, Craig. I've I've already sold my soul to a demon just like ten seconds ago. So. Oh, I don't want anything such as your soul, Craig. I want something far more valuable. Your body. Alright. <laughs> <laughs> uh, can we just can we just send this one back, guys? <laughs> <laughs> yes, Craig. I want your body, Craig. You and me together, Craig. Yeah, I don't mind. I've been following you very closely, Craig. How how handsome is Dimbo the Weird? <laughs> you can't tell. He's wearing. He's shaded under a hood, but his shape is very weird. He's a very weird shaped person. <laughs> uh, we'll we'll talk about that later, Dimbo. <laughs> All right, Craig, I'll help you, but we both know the cost, Craig. Uh, we'll talk about it later, Dimbo. <laughs> okay. And Dimbo the Weird disappears, and in, in, uh, all that's left is a sparkling shimmer of his outline where he was standing. And you hear in the distance, he's like, looking forward to our time together, Craig. <laughs> ah, Dimbo. Guys. <laughs> <laughs> hey, good move, Craig. 
<laughs> Good one, Craig. You really turned the tables on them, Craig. <laughs> you really beefed up the battlefield on that one. Oh. Oh Why'd you God. have to introduce Dimbo the Weird? <laughs> <laughs> He's my favorite character this arc so far. God damn it, Craig. <laughs> oh, man. I can't imagine what Dimbo's fantasy he was trapped in. <laughs> <laughs> oh, funny. I was just thinking of you, Craig. <laughs> oh, Dimbo. Uh, uh, so it's Chaos's turn now. And, Craig, as you climb up from that hole and summon your new friend and potential lover, Dimbo, from wherever it is that he was... Uh, you look around and you see that more and more creatures and people and monsters and hulking beasts and de- even demons and shit are just appearing out of nowhere. And you seem to be surrounded by all, all, sort, all manner of horrifying visages and also some normal people because chaos isn't being too particular with who they're bringing into the battlefield. And you also see that Zazzle is unconscious nearby, um, on top of Biscuits, who is in battle. <laughs> but uh, I rolled really low for the group who is going to attack you, so they either don't or you repel their attacks with ease. Your pick. You suck it! <laughs> I, I told them to suck it, and they miss me. With pleasure, Crank. <laughs> God damn it, Jimbo, get out of here! <laughs> and you realize as you as you're fighting these things off who are attacking you with every swing of your shovel there's a a little sparkle trail that's left behind how's my meter well that's dimbo (laughs) helping out (laughs) it's zazzle's turn and we'll say that biscuits woke zazzle up with all with all the jostling around while biscuits has been fighting keeping zazzle safe uh, biscuits woke him up so it's your guys' turn to do something with zazzle and large reduced biscuits yeah biscuits has already been enlarge reduced again bigger 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 <laughs> uh, <laughs> insult craig you can't you 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 uh, you're, you can't make biscuits any longer right now i'm going to say hey guys what should i do can you summon someone for us Oh, fuck yeah, I can. Who do you want? Hmm. Your favorite character. All right. Uh, we're going to need to make some water because I'm bringing in the big guns, boys. And Zazzle tries his darndest to track down the Swayze <laughs> leyline. <laughs> Swayze leyline. Which, uh, Jed, was that, was that a fucking imaginary seahorse or was it a real seahorse? <laughs> he was super imaginary. <laughs> so Zazzle's going to spend his turn trying to find Swayze. Keep looking. He finds... He keeps grabbing people named Swayze. So randos <laughs> keep appearing. There's there's this guy. There's this, there's this guy, Pat Swayze. He's a dancer and he makes... He's pots. Clay pots. He does clay sculpting. It's a ghost reference. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, that's a ghost reference. Let's, uh... That's a ghost reference for you. In case you missed it, that uh, movie <laughs> from the late '90s. But they don't seem very battle capable. It's not the Patrick Swayze from Roadhouse. It's the Patrick Swayze from <laughs> Ghost. <laughs> this is a Patrick Swayze that really is familiar with Whoopi Goldberg. <laughs> uh, so Zazzle's just going around bringing random Swayzes into the mix, but so that's how he's going to spend his turn. Swayze, Sw- no, not you. Nope, you're wrong. Nope, different seahorse. Nope. <laughs> Which makes it Bogalster. <laughs> All right. That's the only thing that made it Bogalster. Yeah, there we go. Bogal. Bogal's gonna... Okay, is he on the ground? And he's like halfway in that armor? Yes. I'm gonna I'm gonna stand up and try to kick Bronze Dar in the face. Do it. While putting Roll the rest it. of the soup on. Fuck yeah, suit, I like it. Suit, not soup. You've shaken out all the teens out of that armor, and you're ready to fight. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm shaking the teens, and I'm trying to kick Bronze Star at the same time. Okay. That's a 19 plus 5. 24 to kick. Okay, cool. So Bronze Star is standing over you menacingly, and you see that his bronze sword was dented from when he struck at your armor, and he kind of 
passes his hand over it and the bronze melts and reforges back into the proper shape of his sword and he says bring it on strider and you hit him <laughs> real hard Bogal says bronze more like fool's gold gold which you find in a treasure chest in the water <laughs> yes yes uh cool so roll for damage that's 15 damage cool awesome and i'm actually gonna have you roll again yeah do another d20 for hit like i'm gonna have you do like an opposing strength check and this this will just sort of set the tone for the battle between you and bronze star moving forward that's a 16 okay cool so you guys are like clashing swinging your big beefy powerful weapons at each other Mm -hmm. I got a big sword. He's got a big sword. You definitely have the upper hand at this point. And you having the upper hand will give you advantage on your next big attack when it's your turn. And what weapon are you using? Did you pick up the Pfeiffer Strider's laser blades, or are you using your trident? Probably my trident true sword, but I might might pick up one of those laser blades in my second hand at some point. I'm thinking about it. And so that makes it Dawn's turn. Can I jump in the hole as a bonus action? Um, you can use that as your movement action. My, okay. Uh, before I jump in it, and Bimsley, Harlan, and Lorelai will follow you. Before I jump in the hole, I say I leave the rest to you, Bogal, and I cast Heat Metal. Oh shit! And I cast it on Bronze Star's weapon. Now it's not making it stronger; it hurts. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Bronze Star. His weapon grows in strength. <laughs> I wanted to give you a challenge, Bogal. I know, I know you don't like it, but it's too easy. I know you like don't like winning too fun. You can choose a manufactured metal object, such as a metal weapon or a suit, but I'll as well do a metal weapon that you can see within range. I have six hundred feet range on this, cause times ten, and you can cause the object to glow red hot. Any creature in physical contact with the object takes two d8 fire damage. And if a creature is holding or wearing the object and takes damage from it, the creature must succeed on a constitution saving throw or drop the object if it can. Cool. Dude, that's badass. That's cool. Uh, Yeah, Bronze Star drops his bronze weapon, the Bronze Star. Was it a star or was it like... <laughs> I think like a morning star, but bronze. It's got, it's got a star-shaped hilt. I've defeated Bronze Star. I have disarmed the Bronze Star. And I'm falling down a hole. <laughs> That's kind of one out of Craig's book, doing spells while you're in the air. At least you're not shooting lasers out of your eyes. And then though. I shoot lasers out of my eyes at Craig. <laughs> okay. Goodbye. Uh, so yeah, you jumped on you jumped on the hole and you land on like a complicated root structure. And you, you as you as you're going down here, you're encountering you encounter more of like the summoned minions. Oh man. Uh, so it's Bronze Star's turn right now, and he begins his turn by dropping his weapon. Got him. And. He says, I don't need this to defeat you. And he punches out at you. Try it. And he freaking misses, dude. He like, <laughs> <laughs> I don't need it, but I, it would probably help. And he lashes out at you with his fist, and it's deflected by your fight for a Strider helmet. Good one, Bronze Dar. His bronze armor is dented as he punches you. <laughs> uh, and Jet, it's your turn. Well, I think I'm going to... Take one from a, from Crag's book and jump in the pit, but not the one I just dug myself out of, but the one where Don is. <laughs> jump back in the same hole. Dig your own hole, Crag. Right back in that pit. I'd... Hey, Greg, Dimbo, converge. <laughs> <laughs> Something very weird starts to happen to Greg after you see that. You see uh, weird sparkles start floating around Greg, and Greg's like, what, Greg, what have you... Craig, what the hell have you done? And did you see a hood uh, go over Greg's head and like a flowing hood and cape flows over uh, Greg's entire body and Greg's voice as he's saying, Craig, what have you... Ooh, combining me with this demon was an interesting and shall I say weird idea, Craig. Are you like a sentient cape? <laughs> oh, how could that be, Craig? That would be completely absurd. Uh, I'm jumping. I'm jumping down the hole and shooting lasers at whomever. Ooh, you're jumping down a hole with me, Craig. <laughs> uh, I like the sound of that. 
<laughs> God, you're so weird, Dimbo. <laughs> Craig. Thank you, Craig. <laughs> so, uh, Grimbo. Dimbo. No, it's a combination of Greg and Dimbo. Follows you down oh. the hole. And there you encounter Don and his new friends, Bimsley, Harlan, and Lorelai, who are going to become fan favorites. I can feel it. <laughs> and in front of you guys, as you after you jump down the hole, blocking your path, is four people you recognize. Who, who are these people? Well, I'll give you a hint. They all have very similar silhouettes. Oh, the Tims. Tims. Listen, guys, it's nothing personal. Um, we were promised 100 gold each to do this. <laughs> It's a good deal. Our job is, our job is to pre- prevent you from getting past us. Um, fireball, <laughs> Craig! Holy shit! You're gonna you're gonna fireball the tins. <laughs> At least bribe them. All right. Uh, you said a hundred gold. How about two hundred gold each? <laughs> Let's see it. <laughs> we'll do. I reach into my pocket, and you hear. You hear some tittering from Grimbo as you reach into your pocket. <laughs> Ooh, crack. Not with people around. <laughs> Let's make it 400 gold if you deal with Dimbo, too. <laughs> like, gotta, gotta nip this in the bud, guys. Ooh, where are you gonna nip me, crack? <laughs> Alright, um, I cast Fireball. Because I don't have any gold. Because we never got gold this entire adventure. Oh, <laughs> uh, you cast fireball at the Tims? They're tough. Yes. One of them is. Uh, make a dexterity save. So yeah, you fireball the Tims. <laughs> well, they only take 16 damage. Because I l- l- rolled... This is 96. And I got 16 total. Whoa. Damn. Uh, that's still like 160 damage. Well, goodbye, Tims. See, Tims. Tims. Yeah, you obliterate the Tims. No, <laughs> you obliterate the Tims. Uh, we'll resurrect them. I'm sure there's some way to do that. We'll get the Tim balls and bring them back. Collect <laughs> <laughs> all seven Tim balls, and then you get a whole four new Tims. Uh, Dimbo is not happy about that. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Because he's weird. Timbo's like, I've been watching you for a while, Crack, and I really, really like those guys. <laughs> well, they're dead now. Okay, so you've cleared a path, uh, and you've cleared a lot of the fucking roots out of the way, and you probably burnt Dawn a bit in the process. I'm pretty sure Bimsley, Harlan, and Lorelai are fucking dead, too. Crag. <laughs> you better not have killed my knights. You just, you just shot off a fireball in super tight quarters, man. <laughs> With, like <laughs> Path cleared, though. <laughs> Can I cast Dispel before he does it? As a reaction? Yeah. And then there's some Tims left, and no fireballs, and I'm out of spells. But my knights will live. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, who, who cares about the Tims? We've got these three new, better characters <laughs> who we've spent... very, very well-developed knights. They all have their own names. <laughs> They're progress. <laughs> they all have their own different names. <laughs> I Dispel Craig's Fireball. <laughs> Craig, let my knights handle this. Don't waste your energy, even though you wasted it. <laughs> <laughs> even though I wasted it for you. Alright, I'm gonna shovel them next turn. My knights will non-lethally defeat these Tims. So you see the Tim standing before you, and it's it's the it's the Chaos's turn, so it's the Tim's turn to attack. And right as Redshirt Tim is about to stab clean through Craig and kill him <laughs> Whoops. for good. <laughs> Uh, Mutiny Tim jumps in the way. Of course. And takes the blow for you. Mutiny Tim was always a hero. And Richard Tim's like, Mutiny Tim, no! I never would have expected you to change sides. (laughs) (laughs) Mutiny Tim has a soft spot for Craig. Why, Mutiny Tim? Think of the hundred gold you would have gotten. And Mutiny Tim coughs up some blood. He's like, You got it. (laughs) Do it for the running gag. And then he dies. Does he cough blood on Red Shirt Tim's shirt? Yes, he does. It's hard to tell, but he he does. And Red Shirt Tim kneels down beside his brother, cradles him in his arms. Parcheesi Tim removes his hat, and Betrayal Tim shoots a crossbow bolt at Craig. <laughs> I'm getting that gold. 
Uh, so does a 15 hit you, Craig? So he does 8 damage to you. I don't like that. I take 8 damage. Well, you've got, you've got like hundreds of health right now, so it's probably not that big of a deal. Okay. Okay, so you hear a lot of noise above and behind you. It sounds like the, the creatures that Chaos has been summoning are starting to catch up to you, and they're starting to like work their way down into the, the hole with you guys. Oh, this wasn't the best idea. And so you guys are starting to get flanked on both sides. Um, so Bogal, you're fighting uh, with Bronze Dar, and all of a sudden you start to notice that your movement is being impeded a little bit as you're being Gulliver's traveled by all the little guys around you. Dicks. And then uh, it's Azel's turn, and we could just we could just say he's still looking for Swayze frantically, <laughs> or if you want, you can have him do something else. Jump in the hole. Okay, so Zazzle, um, B and Biscuits are going to try to fight their way through like an ocean of people to get to the hole to help you guys Zazzle, out. flank their flank. And yeah, so he rolls pretty well, so he's able to do it. He's able to catch up to you guys. And so Bogal, it's your turn. Um, I guess Bogal's going to attack Bronze Star with his sword. Okay, so you were doing better in your fight against Bronze Star already because of your roll last time. And then Don um, disarmed him. Disarmed him. Yeah, so you've got like super advantage against this guy right now. Does that mean he gets to roll three times? Uh, sure. it's an innocent vessel. What are you doing? <laughs> just, just roll until you get a 20. Well, I rolled two nines and a 10. Okay. Wow. But that's 15 total. And I get a second attack. Realize I forgot all about my second attack earlier today. Your your first attack does not hit. All right. Well, I'm gonna attack again. Okay. The first time that one is a 17, so that's 22. That yeah, that definitely hits. And 15 damage. Okay. You slashed clean down, cutting through Bronze Star's bronze armor. As I slash through him, I look over at the uh, the laser blades, and the theme song to Gundam <laughs> starts to go through my head. <laughs> You don't know what it means. You've never actually heard this song. I've before. never heard this song. But it seems important. It seems to be the, the blades seem to be calling you to them. Um. And the moment you slashed down through Bronze Star, you feel you didn't you didn't like spend any time looking like figuring out your abilities, but you feel your power gauge like, fully fill, and we'll resolve that on your next turn. Um, Don, it's your turn. Knights, Bensley, Harlan. <laughs> Laura? Lorelai. The somewhat powerful. Uh, uh, I, I, uh, I. Non-lethally cut these Tims down. <laughs> <laughs> so Richard Tim looks up at you, and it looks like Mutiny Tim is loading his crossbow again, and Richard Tim puts his hand up. He's like, no. I've had enough of violence and chaos. These are our friends. We can't fight them, even if it is, even if a hundred gold is on the line. We've been through so much together. We should, we should join them. If they're on the other side, then we should be on the. And he starts to to spasm and shake, and you can see that his uh, ley line is being filled, and chaos is taking over. Richard Tim. Oh no! And Richard Tim laughs, and he's like. <laughs> Whatever side they're on, we should be against. Attack my Tims. And the other Tims just do. And but it's it's your turn, so he can't really do anything. All right. So Bimsley, Harlan, and Lorelai, having built up such a loving and mutually respectful relationship with you, choose to lay their lives on the line and sacrifice themselves. So they they all do their darndest. Let's see how they do. Dude, nat twenty, holy shit. Um uh yeah, so they're they're like doing their best to like pin the rest of the the tins down to open a path for you guys. Craig, now's our chance. Alright, all right, uh you stay behind, Dimbo. I believe in you. Let's leave these foolish knights while we have the chance. I'll I'll wait until my turn and then I'll join you, Don. You see Redshirt Tim trying to reach past Bimsley, the rotund, holding him back. Uh, and he's trying to reach out at you to grab you to prevent you from going any further. And he's like, no, no, come back here. No, don't go down there. Bury him, Craig. So as you go <laughs> as you go further, you find like 
sort of a, a shriveled, dried-up husk of it in a vaguely human shape. And it seems like its chest cavity has been pulled open. But you can see the ley line. There's a ley line going into it, but it is pulsing very weakly. And that's where we're going to end it. And that's going to do it for this week's episode of The Battle Buddies. Um, yeah, we're ramping up to get to the season finale of season one of the Battle Buddies. So thank you for joining us on this epic ride. It's been a blast. And as always, thank you, Kaylin Conroy, for creating the theme song to the Battle Buddies. And yeah, thank you. Just thank you, everyone. We really appreciate the fact that you are willing to listen to this show and hear the silly adventures that we go on as we roleplay as these characters. Um... Speaking of these characters, if you want to see what they look like or get a glimpse of some of the other characters in this world, then head over to radbotproductions.com where I post all of the art that we create for the show, kind of fleshing out the look and feel of the world of the Battle Buddies. And while you're there, you can also explore around the website, see what other projects we're working on. And if you're looking to show your support for the show in any other ways, uh, you know, give us a like comment subscribe or whatever on wherever you listen to the show or on facebook or instagram or what have you and look forward to hearing the season finale of season one of the battle buddies february 6th see you then